On the tee from the United States of America, the Back Nine Bros, starting in three, two, one. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's the Back Nine Bros podcast. Taking a little trip to what Polva and I like to call paradise. It's the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, baby. Paul, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing great, brother. How we doing? How we doing? We should be getting a maybe a late appearance from the bow, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, no, one of my favorite weeks of the year here in the Monterey Peninsula, dude. I mean, I know having both of us been there, I know how special this week is to both of us. Oh, yeah. And hey, season's truly kicking into gear. What a week last week uh, out at Torrey Pines. Matthew Pavone holding on. Um, I thought he would, I thought he was going to lose it there, but incredible recovery, um, on 18 there. What a shot from the rough. Um, for, you saw how deep that was. Yeah, dude. And, and you know, besides like that shot, I mean, just, I'm, I'm happy that finally we got to see an event where the winner wasn't almost 30 under I mean, what was it? 13 mm-hmm. under he won or something like that. Yeah. Something like, like that. That's, that's a, you know, that's an enjoyable um score to see a winner post i mean that's that's you know i wish it was always like that you know it used to be always like that but you know when tougher course obviously they said um they weren't going to cut the rough at all throughout the week and yeah some of those lies were just wicked yeah and i think the pga tour finally responded uh to some of the players saying it was a little ridiculous i know i know we've been we've been talking about on the podcast and i know there's been talk national. There's been talk all over the airwaves that why has this been so easy for some of the guys? This sh- uh, things should be hard, and especially going to a course like Torrey, a place that's had multiple U.S. Opens and some real prestigious winners. Um, they need to make that hard, and it really show it really showed out the best of these guys. And uh, I'm you know I'm proud I'm proud first Frenchman to win in in the states in how many years was it? Oh my a god! A long was, time. That, a long, that was, long, was a long time. Yeah, and good for Pavone too. I know. I know. His second one of was his second, third, second or third start as a PG as a PGA Tour member. That's pretty crazy. That's I mean, pretty, that's pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, and I, I know. I know for a fact one of us. Uh, I can look back at the picks, but I know one of us had him as a DFL. Uh, it was Bobo. Bobo picked him DFL like a few weeks back. Maybe maybe it was for Sony or something like that. But yeah, he picked him DFL for Sony. And I was like, dude, he's been playing good golf. <laughs> and it but, and uh, it showed. It eventually now he, showed, he got it done. That's that's pretty good. And also Tori Tori's a course I've always wanted to play. It looks awesome out there. I, I've known people that have played out that played out there. And it, it's just a it's just a different beast. It seems like it, it kind of has the how does the weird feel like we talked about Capoeira being like on top of the world? This kind of has that type of feel. You're a little bit, you're a little bit, a little bit down from heaven a little bit, but it still looks so beautiful, especially the sunset coming down on the coming down on the cliffs there. It, it really is something special, and I'm glad. And it looked beautiful this week. It was a great shape, um, and yeah, Tor did an incredible job. Um, so yeah, happy about the winner. Happy about the week. I wanna I wanna get a, give a quick shout out to my boy Ben Shear who actually trains him former guest of the pod here Ben Shear hey. so he was out with him out farmers um, seeing that dub so congratulations to both you guys well done well deserved does he get does he get a little a uh, little bit of the prize there for being a being a PT guy 
I, I, I'm sure uh, he'll get something. Uh, Pavano, definitely give him something. Hopefully, maybe oh, a big steak dinner that night. I hope, hope you got <laughs> something good there, Ben, because that was great to watch. You know, for his second, second starters, PGA Tour player getting the W. That's, that's pretty impressive. That it, it really is good, good for him, good all around. And you know, let's see if he could, let's see if he can turn that into a multiple win season. I know he's playing this week. He's got, he got gifted with the latest tee time this week. He's playing at a. Um, he's got, I can't tell what course he's on, but I know he's in the last week, last, um, last pairing. What are, what are the initials of the course? What does it say? Uh, I'm on ESPN, so I can't It doesn't tell. say? Nah, I won't say. I don't even see where the tee times are. Are they even out yet? I mean, ESPN has it, so. Let me take a look here. But regardless, let's get, in, let's get into the tournament. So, I know this is... This is what I think truly kicks everything off. Um, you know, we get a week we get a week off from football, and everything everything comes into gear, and this is the right week to do it. Pebble is, would you say, a top three course in the United States? Um, certainly public, right? Certainly public, one hundred percent. Um. I, I would say number one, number one public. I mean, you know, Beth Page is up there for me as I, well. But the Ocean Course at Kiowa, nothing will surpass that for me. <laughs> Actually, Golf Digest came out with uh, best pub, uh, Ocean Course was number one. Whistling Straits number two. Oh yeah, Whistling Straits is public. I keep forgetting that one. Okay, but yeah, yeah but Pat, Ocean but, Course still number one, baby. But we know, but we know Pebble well. We know Spyglass well. Yep. We didn't play Monterey. I know that's a private course, but we know both of us know that area. Um, I was out, I was out there more recent than you were. Um, just talk about remember your experience out there. Uh, talk a little bit about it, dude. Yeah, I um, <clears throat> it was tw- the summer of twenty eighteen. Um, got to play. I was there for a couple of days. Was just traveling, uh, doing a a California swing uh, trip. For about I think it was, was it 10 days or so and uh, we made a quick stop to the Monterey Peninsula and uh, we uh, can only do two courses at that time so we did Pebble and Spyglass even, even though I was really gutted not to be able to do Spanish Bay um, we started with Spyglass um, and it was fantastic arguably I, I enjoyed it maybe a little more than Pebble um, but yeah Pebble amazing experience obviously it was the day i played it was very foggy cloudy um wasn't cold but and i kind of wish the wind was up i wanted to experience it with the wind but i'll tell you what spyglass the wind was just going berserk just gusting 25 30 the whole day um which made it like impossible but it was cool to experience that obviously very pretty sights out there as well so it was it was a great time how about for you buddy uh, it was spectacular. Um, I, I was actually I, I was lucky. Uh, got to got to play all three of the. I know you did of the beast. Didn't get to play Poppy, but a uh, Spanish Bay started out there. Incredible, incredible experience. Um, it, it's I would say more. It's out of all the courses there, it felt like an arcade. Uh, the greens were in their greens were in a um different. It was weird undulations on the greens. Um, kind of like you had to place your shots pretty. Uh, pretty consistently, but it had that feel of being right in the ocean and you're going right back up the hills. 
it right. had it was a great little feel there uh the second round um second round we played pebble and you know it's just like i said about Kapalua, you it's just otherworldly it's it's just incredible just being on the grounds there and i was looking up i was looking up being probably at the best point of my golfing life i was down to i think a six at that point it was coming out of college all we did was play golf um you know covid year of college so i was i was playing incredible incredible round i ended up going even on the stretch of six seven and eight you know the beautiful stretches hard 18 which i loved um yeah and i won the group for that and then we finished the spyglass um wait did you make a par on eight or bogey part eight i part eight wow yeah i i remember i remember it perfectly i had a i think it was a five iron off the tee also mind you major marine layer coming in you couldn't see 20 feet you couldn't see probably 100 feet in front of you all i know is second shot hitting into nothing uh i was just told okay this is where you're gonna hit into the abyss hitting to the abyss and i know i hit a shot spot on perfect i had hit it probably i hit it like 10 feet missed the birdie putt but knocked it apart so i was killing it i was killing it then and then spyglass was spectacular too i Spyglass was hard. That that's what that's what I remember the most out of oh, Spyglass. So by far was the hardest one. Was and it that, windy for you when you played it or no? No, calm. Uh, no calm. But it imagine was, playing each round. Mile each round had each round had the marine layer, which was crazy. The thing. Imagine Spyglass with thirty mile an hour winds every hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was it was something else, an incredible experience. But yeah, I would, out of the course is obviously Pebble number one. Um, based on the based on how much fun I had on the course. Um, I would say Spanish Bay number two, and you know, for a little bit, for a little bit there, you could you could actually see, um, you could see the topography and the scenery around you, and it was spectacular. Before that marine layer came in, um, you were legit right on the beach there, and I, um, and then Spyglass, Spyglass was weird because you're kind of you start on the beach and then you go into the woods. Yeah, two, that opening stretch of Spyglass, dude. That opening stretch there at Spyglass, I don't know. I like that might be my favorite stretch in the property, unlike the whole Monterey. It's mm-hmm. I it's those holes. Well, number on, four, Cypress number Point. four Spyglass. Come on, at the very end there at Cypress Point. Come on, man. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but number four Spyglass, one of my all-time favorite holes I've ever played. Is that the one with the very narrow green? Yes, yeah, short par yeah, four, yeah. dog leg. It's like yeah, kind that. of drivable. Kind of drivable. I remember my brother. He stuck my bro- my brother. By the way, I think he broke. I think he shot like seventy six that day on Spyglass. He was killing it. That's crazy. And you know he's killing it now. He's fucking two handicap. Um, yeah. And actually, I actually played it the other day on a simulator. Uh, Pebble shot eighty one. Felt good. Lost my match though on a chip in. Shout out Brooks Aiken. Um, yeah, that was a. Uh, it was just fun. It was just fun seeing it. I wore, I wore my Pebble pullover. Uh. <laughs> during the during the simulator round but um yeah that just the experience as a whole was fantastic um the courses are spectacular um you missed out you missed out too another great experience of that place was the par three course ti- with tiger designed the hay that was yeah. that was a little fun pitch and putt um right. you can really yeah, you can really mess around on that um so cool design and everything but let's get it let's get into the actual good players unlike us and uh 
Did you see Jim Nance's house when you were there, by the way, before I forget? I saw Ron Rivera's house. Uh, I can't remember what Jim Nance's house looked like. And I was kind of upset because I know Jim uh, on weeks off, he'll just walk onto the cars and just start chirping guys on a seven there. And like he's got the seven toll replica in his backyard. I know. I I, I think I, I think. I'm sure I saw it. I'm sure I saw it. It was so. like on like the 14th hole. I think that's where he lives. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, crazy. But like the reason I think I like Spyglass more than Pebble is just because besides the cliff holes of Pebble, it's not like the other the other holes are not like as like there's nothing like too special about them. I feel like, but obviously those cliff holes just make for the whole experience. Um, you know. At Pebble, honestly, I think my favorite hole could be um, four. I like four, four a lot. Um, or five, two. Um, you know, I like 17. I like 17. Very underrated. a good hole. 17 is definitely a good hole. Um, yeah, I've, you know, 10 is a great hole, too. Um, you know, it's plenty of them. But if I were to pick one on the whole property i would say four at spyglass it's just i don't know something about that hole man but anyways moving forward yeah to this week um got a obviously a signature field so um i kind of feel bad i kind of feel bad they're not letting celebrities play uh all four days this week i always like that part let's turn i know that's a i know i'm in the minority there but i always like seeing uh I always like seeing Bill Murray do a shtick and, uh, you know, Carlton do the dance after making a birdie, you know, Tony Romo slicing one uh, into the, <laughs> into the cove on a uh, seven. Justin so Timberlake. Like Timberlake, you know, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and Rodgers actually like playing well enough to be in the tournament pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Literally. Well, let's get into it. Um, So, Obviously, we know we know this deal. Um, three courses you got to play. Spyglass is obviously the hardest. Um, so where do you stand on where do you put yourself into a pro shoes? Which course do you want to start at, and which course do you want to end at? Like take it, take me through your top three on what do you want to take advantage of first? Do you want the hardest first, then the easiest, or do you want to go hard to easy? I um. I think you want to start at Spyglass, I would say. Well, it really, it all depends on the wind, whatever. Like, you know, that's really it. It's kind of the luck of the draw based on the wind, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if it's more windy at Spyglass the first day, obviously you don't want to play there. Um, But, I mean, let's say no wind is involved. Then I say just fuck it, start with fi- Spyglass, just get it out of the way, and then – you get three rounds of, you know, less, like, relentless golf. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that. And I think you're right. I think get Spyglass out of the way first, especially, too, if it's a calm day, you could try to take advantage of it. But best score there, I would say for these guys, even on a nicer day, probably eight under at most. That's the thing that – Yeah. under at most. But that's, like – otherworldly that's how hard this course is um right, yeah, I, I agree. but like if it's perfect weather i'd start on pebble first you could take advantage of that short course and then take monterey and then maybe if you're out far ahead enough you can kind of 
you can kind of check back a little bit on Spyglass, you know, have a one or two over a day, and you're still in contention. Uh, I would start out, I take easy and then go to the hardest. All right, that's fair. Yeah. But that's um, the thing. That's the thing. And it's three completely different courses too. Um, yeah. Once you get into it. So it takes, so it truly shows the best golfer into this. So like defending champion, Justin Rose, um, you know, can play, can play anywhere all around. He's just a good ball striker yeah. and can, and can play as long as the other guys too. Um, yeah. And I think this being a signature event now, I think you're going to see a lot of the top golfers, top 10 guys, um, really move ahead really move ahead and be a top of be on top of this so uh, let's get into the picks let's get into the picks uh yeah. DFL for you. let's do it you know this is, it's a tough one because obviously signature event it's just you know you don't have a lot of guys that are you know who've been struggling so it's 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 a tough one you got yours first yeah sure i'll go ahead go um yeah, it's a thing. Looking at this field, it is stacked. I'm so glad. I'm so glad this is going on this week. Um, <laughs> it's actually it's actually funny. It's his pro, first pro event. Nick Dunlap's playing in the field. He's not going to be my DFL, but that'll be very yeah. funny. And by the way, I wasn't on last week. Incredible, 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 incredible. That guy's going to be a force on tour. Uh, but give me Wyndham Clark though as DFL. Okay. Um. I, I don't know. I, you no, know, he did I, not, I, I he hear did you. Not play, he did not play well in the Ryder Cup. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him at all during the fall or in any of these, any of these events to start the year. Where's this game? I have no idea. I'm taking a DFL. All right. I'm going with Brandon Wu for DFL. Um, I don't know what kind, where his game's been at. Doesn't look, I mean, you know, hasn't had great results as of late. So I'm going with, him um who's your dark horse dark horse i love this pick right here um incredible finish of the year last year and got fucking screwed on not being picked on the Ryder cup team i, I really i really hope he continues this late dominance going into going into this year maybe maybe can get into the top 10 too and maybe in contention um when we get to those majors he's won a major before give me lucas glover as the dark horse Wow. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Um, It's hard to call this guy a dark horse just because of how consistent he's been, but I'm going to say he's a dark horse anyway. Alex Noren. I like it. Um, You know, been playing some great golf. I think he's a safe pick. How about your lock top ten, my friend? Lock top ten. Um, Norn's good pick. He, he, he played. He played very fucking well. Um, out west, uh, out west in the desert. There. Speaking of, speaking up next week's going to be amazing. I know. I know. I can't look ahead, but I I always love the waste management. Um, lock top ten. Always been high on this guy. I can't wait to see him win a major this year. I am. Full on prediction. I think he's going to win. The, I, I'm not going to pick the actual turn, the actual major he's going to win, but he's going to win a major this year. Love Big Aberg, top ten. Okay, I like it. Um, yeah, it, it's. I feel like I could take the whole field here, but, um, you know, I think this is a week where 
most of them, most of the courses are small greens. So that means you got to have a good short game. Um, give me Matt Fitzpatrick. It's especially to especially too if you if you barely miss, especially on Spyglass, um, having that good short game will uh, take advantage of it. All right, uh, you got your winner. I, I can go first. Um, I actually love this pick. Um, Why don't you go first? I want to hear this. So I talked about an all around guy. Got to be long. You have to have great short game, and obviously, most of all, you got to have you got to make sure you make those putts. And you know when you're hot. Everything's going. Everything's going well. And what what a tournament to go get hot on, and especially too. This is your sponsor hosting the tournament. Um, Jordan Spieth, I think, is an easy, easy pick to win this week. Um, you haven't really seen him in the lead. You haven't really seen him at the very top as of late. Uh, you know, he's had top tens and everything, but actually in the winner's circle. I mean, this is a week where. He just breaks through and reminds everybody, yeah, I'm still one of the best fucker fucking guys out here. And you know what? It's been a while since I won a major. Let I'm gonna win another major or two or maybe three or maybe seven. I don't know. I'm still one of the all-time greats. And I'm gonna remind you this week when I dominate, dominate the AT&T Pebble Beach. Jordan Spieth, baby. All righty. You heard it right here. Um yeah, this is a pick where, you know, I was between two guys and I had to go with the experience here. Give me Keegan Bradley. Love it. Give me Keegan. You know, I was about to go with Russell Henley. Um, you know, I don't know. I just, I just, I went with my gut here and went with Keegan. You just, you got to take the experience. He's been playing fantastic golf the past two years really. And it seems like he, he's just complete so lethal now um, and loves playing out here too. So I think he's a safe bet, I, you know, it's, uh, but I feel like, you know, you could take any of these guys and, you know, like, like I'm sure Coop, I know you were looking at your boy, Cam Davis. I'm sure you scrolled past that name. You're like, should I take him? <laughs> well, it didn't help. It didn't help me at the Amex. I'll just say that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, play well, Speaking of but speaking of Aramex too, I, I I would not be shocked that Nick Dunlap's back in the top ten again this week. No, not at all, right? He's a killer. That dude is a killer. That's yeah. it. That was incredible. That again, just incredible. I'm speechless. He's that a new force on the tour. An amateur winning an amateur winning an event. That's incredible. By the way, by the way, I know he made no money on it. He made some money. I, I'm sure he I'm sure he made a lot of NIL, and I'm sure he never has to pay for a drink in Tuscaloosa ever again. I'm sure on that. I <laughs> I'm sure there was stuff going on behind closed doors. <laughs> for um, sure, for sure, for sure. But look, I mean. You know, he's he's going to be a generation. He he looks like he's going to be generational talent for sure. Um, and, you know, we're, we're excited to see what he's got to bring to the table now that he's fully out on tour. And, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. But we got our picks in. I believe I'm still leading the picks because um, nothing really happened last week. We didn't – Drew B and I's picks, no one really panned out. So nope. I think I'm still up by 10. <laughs> Yeah, it's still up by ten. I, I have a. I'm still in there. Uh, Soul actually had a had Xander 
uh, in the top 10 at the Amex. So he's, uh, he's very close, very, very close by. So, but you know what? Uh, I love my picks this week. So yeah, get ready for Get ready for a new guy at the top of the leaderboard. I like um, it really quick before we go. Ty- Terrell Hatton uh, going to live, but also there's speculation that a deal may be done. So um, I think it will, I think we'll learn a lot more by uh, the next time we meet next week. Um, but I think it's already Hatton. closed. No, is it not? Uh, not that I've seen in the last, you know, 20 minutes, but I, okay. there's speculation there. Um, but Hatton though, going to live, I think it's kind of a big deal. One of the, one it of is. the you know, top rates leaving. So it's over, fi- over 50 million, right? Hey, make your money, man. That's going to be good. And Hey, live starting soon. I, I just, I, you know, I hope Hovland doesn't go. I really do. I really hope he, he said he wasn't going. He said he wasn't going. Yeah. But who knows? I, who knows, right? Who knows if they merge again? Why? Why will it matter? Yeah, yeah. But that's gonna do it for us, boys. Um, I know Bobo couldn't make the show tonight, but look, you got you got me and Coop, and we got some good picks, and you know we'll see how they pan out. It's gonna be fun to watch. Always love watching Pebble. So tune in with us next week to see the results. We'll catch you next time.